What's going on, YouTube and Welcome to the Lords of the Longbox Cover Price Top 10. Sorry, boys and girls, no DJ curse for you today. Just plain old Lords of the Longbox and old DJ TiVo and the crew chilling with you. Today, our Star Wars over under is four and a half. Remember last week, I think it hit seven or something crazy like that. So we're going to set it pretty high this week, boys and girls, at three and a half. And while you guys are congregating, I feel deja vu like I just did this two hours ago, but uh, mm. we shall see. So let's get things started with a little uh, Lord's intro. If you're happy and you know it, clap two times. If you're happy and you know it, clap two times. If you're happy and you know it, and you really want to show it, are you happy? Hell yeah! Welcome back for those who watched earlier. Shout out to everybody in the live chat once again. This is the Cover Price Top 10 where we go and cover the top 10 selling books as far as units sold and percentage of price increase. Once again, I got my man Manimal. Say what's up to the group. What's up, everybody? Glad to be back. Happy to talk some comics. And also Justin from the Comic-Con podcast. What's up, everybody? Enjoying today? Got a lot of good stuff to, uh, on this list. I'm enjoying the uh, books. It's yeah. a little different today. Yeah, yeah. Got some good different stuff. Different so. and not different. So different and over, not different. Yeah. Over under is four and a half. So this show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com. You can sign up for a two-week free trial. And if you like what you see, sign up for a whopping $6.99 a month. All your collection needs, trends, and price guides. And very soon, they're going to throw a CGC census in there, which is really, really cool. I can't wait to see that. So I don't have to go anywhere else to look up That's stuff because awesome. I hate going to CGC forums. Also from our friends at the uh, KRSComics.com. Use his code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives. They've been banging stuff out of the park recently. And then Justin, boring shit he just totally forgot about. He dropped that 9-8 <laughs> on Instagram today. Yeah, I, I, That happens so frequently now. It's like you buy it and then sometimes it's just, you pre-order it and it's just like months and months later. You're like, ooh, nice little surprise. That shows yeah. in the mail. I can dig that. And also from our friends at Rocket Comics. Hit up Rocket Comics. Tell them the Lord said you get 20% off your first pressing order, be it one book or 20 books. Uh, Rocket pressed pretty much all the stuff that you see me show on last Saturday's live hall. Mm -hmm. We uh, got to do three rounds of show and tell. I showed up about nine old 1974 and pre-books, man. I still need to show some of those. Uh, some of them are on my Instagram. So let's get right to it, boys and girls. So every week there is the top 10, and then there's one that almost cracks list that doesn't quite get the love that it should but we throw it in there anyway as a runner-up so we can call it almost 11 the only and best top 11 list on the internets and this week we should have seen this coming marvel point one as reported by comicbook.com comicbook.com asked kevin feige several questions regarding nova 
including whether it's the Richard Ryder version or the Sam Alexander version would appear in the MCU and if they would receive a standalone film or cameo in another MCU project. Well, yes and yes. Feige answered in response <laughs> to all the questions. Timing is relative, right? I think I'd been talking about Doctor Strange eight years before the movie actually came out, so immediate potential is relative. Feige went on to point out that the Novo Corps could fit well into the cosmic side of the MCU. While Nova Number One has been moving for a while now, it was Sam Alexander's first appearance in Point One Number One from 2011 that really started picking things up in price, in sales and price, particularly the Bradshaw variant. For a while, it was highly debated which version of Nova we would see. The both answer is a nice surprise. However, it does sound like it'll be. Oh, it won't be for a while. Sam Alexander's first appearance sold 35 copies, had a seven-day trend of 147% at a high sale of $250. And just shame on you if you don't already have all of Dick Ryder's and all of Sam Alexander's <laughs> first appearances. It's the worst secret ever that Nova was coming eventually. Hell, they even had the Nova core already. So it was only yeah. a matter of time. And Kevin Feige said, told you we're going cosmic. So I think there's there's also a variant for those Marvel points. Yeah, we, we talked cool. about it last week, right? Yeah, the Bradshaw one is the uh, yeah. the nice one to have. Yeah. So there's gold, and then the heroes. What else is the, what the Marvel point? I'm thinking about Kamala Khan, right? That's the. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think of the first appearances, but but I think people are starting to realize the potential. These Marvel point ones were like six or seven stories, uh, basically told, and sometimes they introduce a new character. So you never know. You won't have FOMO if you buy absolutely everything. You won't miss out. Guarantee you. That's one from Uncle Tivo. You could take to the bank. Speaking of taking to the bank, Justin, what do we got for number ten? Well, this one is going to be uh, a little bit of Star Wars, and here, Dang, here's actually one down. Yeah, so this is actually interesting. This is Star Wars: Tales from the Clone Wars, the web comic collection in a trade paperback. The first time we've ever gotten a trade paperback on here. Uh, this was from Dreams and Vision Press from 2010. So, of course, you know Star Wars is just absolutely nuclear material right now uh, due to the franchise's long-stated limbo. Not many were put out in circulation for this comic to connect with all the various appearances, timelines, canon, in story. And out of story timeline uh, storylines. However, post Mando, that is greatly changed. Once you feel the market has settled on a book, new info explodes into the market as super slides, super sleuths like Topher from CBSI and Comic Barricade uh, uncover new and updated key issues. While we were typically don't cover trades, but here's one that went crazy last week. So uh, it is the book that straddled the line of comics and, t and trade paperbacks. But it did make it into the system. As noted, CBSI's True First, posted by Topher, this book features, and I'm going to go through all of them, first appearance of Cad Bane, first canon appearance of Ahsoka Tano, first canon appearance of Asajj Ventress, first canon appearance of Captain Rex, origin of General Grievous, and the first time you see General Grievous without his mask on, pre-mechanical, uh, and a lot other ones. Not to mention the Mandalorian, Star Wars, Lord and Savior Dave Filoni has confirmed that this book is in canon with the cinematic Star Wars universe. With that news being said, it did sell 18 copies last week, had a seven-day uptrend of 398% and a high sale of $500 in a raw copy. Now, Tim, throw the camera on to me. I give up at this point. I it's Star Wars is just doing... It's it's I, I don't know what to say anymore. I am yeah. Rarely can I say I'm speechless, but I'm speechless. So I drank the Kool-Aid and I did buy some. I will tell you that I did not buy the $500 copy. I got that tip uh, similar, about two hours prior to the CBSI dropping it. And I found the place that had them way cheaper. So 
I drank the Kool Aid. We're gonna see what happens because again, you guys know. So this show them be, what it, it, it it's it's a it, trade, but it's not the trade. trade people think about. It's not the big thick thick trades, right? It's yeah, looks like you got them in a regular bag and board. They're yeah. in a regular. Well, I put them in a regular bag and board, but they are. Um, I will take it out so show you show people. It is literally uh, a normal trade paperback. So yeah. that's you know it's pretty cool. It's a wrap around. So it's a little bit thicker than a regular edition, like I'm in the, but it is smaller than most what people say it is a trade, but it's still pretty, it's just, it's amazing to me, man. It's like, you know, we've gotten to the world of, uh, next thing you know, people are going to be slabbing, uh, posters saying it's the first appearance of a character <laughs> in a poster and, uh, all kinds of other stuff, but Hey man. But yeah, so this is season, uh, season one and, uh, it's got a little forward from Dave Filoni. What's the and publishing then, date on that again? 2010. Wow. So uh, it's been sitting around since 2010, and uh, all it took was a little Mandalorian to yeah. take it just and drop it in story. number 10. 10. So remember, this is so basically it's a trade of the webcomic based on mm -hmm. the Clone Wars. So, yep. I mean, good Lord, that's some uh, Matrix inside of a Matrix inside of uh, another Christopher Nolan film. Uh, Star <laughs> Wars Tales from the Clone Wars, the webcomic, the trade paperback in a number 10. Can you even slab this? Yes, you can. Okay. And I'm so going to send two of them into CGC. There you go. It's all right. Number 10 on the list. All right. What do we got for number nine, Zach? So number nine, we actually got uh, Donny Cates' adjacent book, which we kind of haven't had much DC Donny Cates lately. But um, here oh, we got King and You invoked his name. Shout out to Donny Cates. Yep. Keep doing what you're doing. We got King and Black, Gwynnum versus Carnage, number one. But this is going to be the... Okay, I don't want to butcher this dude's name, the... In Hyuk Lee, is that how you say Sounds it? Good to me. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, well, let's just say Mr. It, yeah. Mr. Lee variant here, the one in twenty-five, and obviously, as you can see, it's an awesome, awesome cover. Uh, brings plenty of market attention to this issue and heat to the various covers. This one in twenty-five sold seventy-two copies, had a seven-day trend of one hundred and two percent, and had a high sale of one hundred and fifty-five dollars for a raw copy. He, he does kill it with the covers, though. That is amazing. He does. Uh, the That'd be really Almost great, like a a virgin variant right there. I want to say this looks like the uh, what's that musical with the man eating plant? What the fuck was that called? Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> you don't talk about it, uh, right? Yeah, the yeah, movie? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, what? Is, oh, oh, Greece got, was it? Greece? No, Greece, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, on the live chat, you guys know what to talk about. It was a uh, uh, Seymour. What the fuck is his name? Yeah, man, it was a man eating plant. It was a musical movie. It was kind of like a, in kind of like Rocky Horror. Rocky Thunder, Horror Thunder House show. got it. Little Shop of Horrors. The Little Shop of Horrors. That's what. The, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Hey, Marvel, no prize to him. Good job. King of Black, Gwenham vs. Carnage, number one, the <laughs> Inhook Lee, one in 25 variant. And I think uh, Donna Cates teased again today that him and uh, Stegman's last uh, Venom book will be Venom number 200. Yeah, what is um, that in the run, though? Anyone know? No, that means, yeah, it's just going to, like, it'll probably end in number 15. They're going to call it number 200. Well, 150 yeah. was, 50. Yeah. what was it? Uh, 150 was Eddie's return in the last series. Like yeah. the, the previous series before Donny Cates, when it was Lee Price, when it went like whatever, it went 12 issues, but right. it started one, two, and three, or f maybe f whatever, the first five. And then it became 150 because they went legacy numbers and they right. continued that. And then they rebooted it and it's it became run. Yeah. So I want to say, I want to say that went up to 165. So we're right around the corner. Yeah, we're house yeah. So after yeah, King of Black, basically, uh, is yeah. when you're going to Fucking so. Thunderhouse, man, on point with the numbering. Yeah, I know. We should give him like a T-shirt. And this is a really good book too. This is the first appearance of Carnage from uh, Gwen Stacy's from uh, Earth. Uh, yeah, the Mary Jane Carnage, right? Yes. Yeah, it's a really good read. I enjoyed it. I'm I'm excited to read all three issues.
Mary Jane Carnage sounds like a strain that will fuck you up or something. You know, Yo, that's I mean? some red hot right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Number nine, let's King of Black. Gwenham versus Carnage, the Inhookley 125 variant. What do we got for number eight, Justin? Uh, here's a little low print run. Ooh. You got a serial number one from Abstract Studios. This is a good old fan favorite writer, Terry Moore. Uh, each of his new series tend to have a good following. However, stores often under order them because it's some you know, low print, the uh, publishing abstract house. studio forgot. Yeah. Um, you know, but pushing fans to go online and did sell 24 copies last week, had a seven day trend of 319% and a high sale of 1599 for a raw copy. So that's goes to show you that, you know, retailers or LCSs have no idea how something's going to sell. They order five of them. Guy shows up to the shop who wants his six copy doesn't have it so he has to go on ebay to buy it. i will say that this is a trend that uh is following from 2020 is the kind of reemergence of horror books and i would say indie publishers like to do horror stories more than anything else because they want to stand away yeah. from superhero genres yep. like marvel and dc does uh, although image is going back to the superhero genre with that new uh crossover so- yeah, well, there's another one that's coming out. I think it comes out tomorrow. It, I think it's Black something, Black Radeon or something like that. I've been reading Black, about it. Oh, Black Radiant? Radiant. Yeah, the Black Radiant. The Black yeah, Radiant, yeah. And, and basically, the articles have been saying that that's basically uh, a reboot of Image to make more superhero-based uh, comic books. Because remember, it was funny. A Spawn started off kind of like a superhero comic and then went full-on horror with God and Satan mm-hmm. as little kids and just went all crazy. But... Number eight on the list is cereal number one, and it's not, you know, the breakfast food. Obviously, it's some type of killer, but uh-huh. <laughs> we shall see. All right, so number seven on the list is? Number seven on the list is something we've had for a couple weeks now. Nice. We got the yeah, Amazing awesome. Spider-Man number 55 still here. I mean, obviously, the, the reason is this cover is just so great. People love this cover. It's awesome. So it's staying on the list. Sold 79 copies, had a seven-day trend of 102%. And had a high sale of $140 for a 9.8. And add another four in there to the ones that Ryan sold. So really, it was like, uh, (laughs) I think uh, Brian forgot he ordered them, but he had four of them. But this is already going to span Gleason Madness for the next couple of months, as you can already see the Carnage versions, the Venom versions. I was telling Justin on our private chat, dude, a a profile of of, Gleason. Spider Gwen will be dope. Mm. Well, didn't you put in our private chat that there's there's other versions of this? Like there's one of um, there's one of Venom and one of Carnage so far. Yeah, Um, and then there's the Do You Poo, like P O. You know that there's that. There's I think a a Trump. I think I saw Donald Trump. Basically, any character you can get away with a uh, a profile. I could totally see like Todd McFarlane doing it for Spawn. You know, same Mm -hmm. kind of eye. You know, Spawn, Mm -hmm. or maybe Deadpool can like do a parody homage of it. But I could definitely Todd McFarlane doing a uh, after Gleason, Todd, after Gleason, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. homage and spawn. So amazing Spider-Man number 55 showing up on number seven. Will it appear next week? It's starting to go down the list, but it's still going strong. 102% uh, from last week, man. That's, that's mm-hmm. amazing. That's amazing. Just goes, I mean, you would think that everybody knew this was coming. The shops ordered a lot of them, yet people still missed out on it. It's, it's mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, maybe they wanted three or four more copies of Flip or, or whatever, but it's still a cool cover, but we'll see how far... Gleason can take this and become the next uh, Momoko Madness. So I think it'll be this. it'll be interesting to see if all those other copies and versions kind of like uh, water it down. If you know what I mean, like yeah, because yeah. this is so hot, and then they're like, oh, let's do a Carnage, let's, let's do the Spider Gwen, let's do whatever, you know. But each time those come out, those are going to be pre 
pre-ordered at a higher rate because everyone's going to mm-hmm. think the madness is still there. So the, if anyone's thinking they're going to pick up a copy of the Venom and flip it for the same kind of money this one is, you're probably wrong. Um, All I can say is when there's a Madam Web old lady profile, then it, you know it's <laughs> probably uh, the shark has jumped the ship or whatever. What's that saying? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so look out for that Madam Web uh, Gleason profile. So, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. What do we got for number six, Justin? Uh, we're going to flip it on the uh, DC side. So we oh, got a beautiful Future State Teen Titans number one, the Dustin Wind variant. Uh, this issue has the first appearance of the Future State Red X uh, on the last page. The storyline plays pretty, you know, pretty mysterious of who it is. So, you know, nobody speculation on issue two when it comes out. But did sell 48 copies last week, had a seven day trend of 230 percent high sale of twenty dollars and 40 cents for a raw copy. Um, you know, this one was really nice. There is the A cover, and then there is a Wonder Woman 84 cover that finally came out with uh, everything. But And you also get the first appearance of Cybeast, which is right there on the cover, mm-hmm. the combined version of Cyborg and Beast Boy. Look at so. that. Shout out to our friend of the channel, my cousin Dustin Wynn, for doing these dope, dope kind of watercolors that he does. If you haven't seen Descender, where he does the internals as well, it's kind uh-huh. of a very trippy read, man, the way everything just kind of merges together with it. But uh, there you go. We got a... Return of a Future State book, right? Look at that. You know, I I would I thought Future State would have more um, oomph to this list, but maybe as I go more more into it, or are there people being priced out where it doesn't appear on this list because it's too pricey? Hmm. I'm surprised sure. that you know these books are a little bit more. These you know some of these books are 4.99. I'll tell you the Batman book that comes out tomorrow or yeah. today, whatever. That was it's weird. There's three covers. Two of the covers were 7.99, and one of them was 8.99. Good I'm like, God. Was that they're weird? Yeah, these usually these variants seem to be like one dollar more. These ones, yeah, um, yeah. And then there was like the nine ninety nine books, like the uh, big tech one thousand. Was it tech twenty seven or one thousand twenty seven? Twenty seven. Crazy ass. All right, number six on the list is Future State Teen Titans number one, the Dustin Win variant. All right, we're halfway there, boys and girls. And look at that. If you're playing over under game. Yep. So number. Five, we've got a book that we was rocking our list last week, pretty much dominated the whole list last week. Uh, shouldn't be surprised to see it again. Star Wars, The High Republic, number one. This is going to be the main cover here, the cover A, if you will. Sold 101 copies, had a 70 trend of 110%, and had a high sale of about $70 for a CGC 9.8. So a the Star Wars steal. hype is still there. And what do we always tell people? If you can buy a 9.8 for 70 bucks, do it. Because that's like just twice the price of grading a book almost oh yeah this thing's going already it's already on third printing so don't be surprised if this doesn't hit like 10th printing this will dominate (laughs) for the next five months the second prints the third prints a different variant so uh, Uh there you go man so if you're playing at home that's one two star wars books so number five star wars the high republic number one what do we got for number four uh we're gonna keep it with some star wars how about the high republic stephanie hans variant man my favorite of them Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, unlike the main cover, this Hans variant also, you know, slowed down a little bit from last week, but did sell 235 copies this week, only 102 copies. Uh, so had a seven day trend of 114 percent with that good old high sale pre order sale CGC 9.8 for 150 bucks. I know that this I know this is going to dominate the list because LCSs were sold out even before they hit the shelves because of just people from their pull list. Right. So they were ordering and then I go, holy cow, I don't know if I have enough to even stock in the shelves anymore. So some people came to their LCS, they were already gone. So I think right. this is going to dominate uh, back market sales like eBay. I mean, Instagram that doesn't even, I mean, you think about all the comic books that sell on Instagram 
and how it could affect the market if it were ever to be like you know, <laughs> oh catalogued, you know yeah. cataloged or, you know yeah. but that would just make the hobby awful it would just be dude can awful. you imagine and then you gotta you have to factor in the taxes and the high prices of ebay like what a nightmare uh, yeah you think people are manipulating the market with ebay oh wait if they were ever doing not saying that they will but i'm just saying that it would be interesting if it was so that's three star wars books number now so number four is star wars the high republic number one the stephanie hans variant my favorite of the two it's kind of cool when you read it like uh, you know yoda is already like a you know they call him what a uh, master yoda or what, uh-huh. what were they grandmaster was it grandmaster yoda or just yoda i'm trying to remember when i read it he's just um, master yoda in this one yeah, yeah so in the book um has is Yoda in the book or is mentioned? Po- yeah, mentioned he's mentioned, book? but it's really more the the new characters. Uh, I know Zach is farther along in the novel than I am, but uh, you know, you do are you are introduced to you get a little bit. You obviously get a lot more of Avar Chris, like what's her background, and then the other ones like uh, the Transdoshian Skier. You know about him, uh, and then there's some other Jedi who will appear in the Star Wars Adventures comic and probably going forward in these as well. So. So in the book, can you tell who is the the, the perspective of the main character yet or no? Um, Just our animal since you're probably further along. Honestly, not so much yet. There's a couple. Definitely Avar Chris is getting a lot of the yeah. game time in the first. I'm on part two, a couple chapters in there, and she's getting like the primary. But I wouldn't say there is necessarily a main character yet. Um, no, I think it's yeah, her. Every chapter I think is she's going to be the one with, you know, everything is going to hinge on her going forward with the comics. So, but um, yeah, it, it, it's, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I would, I like that. I would, the, uh, the blonde chick on the cover, who was, what's her name again? Avar Chris. Yeah. So she, her Jedi power has something to do with sound. That would, that would be awesome to see visualized on either like animated or on the big screen. Cause you know, when you read it, you know, or even in the comic, you're like, oh man, that would be awesome to see her manipulate sound. I mean, it was interesting enough. Even when I read the high Republic, I was like, they just dropped the word jazz in there. That's <laughs> like, I've never, that's like a <laughs> reference to music in our time that I've never thought I'd hear in a star Wars comic, but they dropped jazz. So there you yeah, go. They, they call, they talk to her, uh, you know, and this is just a quick little side. They talk about the music of the force. Like that's how she, yeah, exactly. That's how she feels it. She she feels it through the music or the sound of the force. So um, it's very interesting. She has the ability to connect all the Jedi. So it's just a matter of time for we get the dubstep DJ to, or the Ooh. dubstep Jedi. <laughs> Yo, that shit in Moss Eisley Cantina was kind of jazz. I'm telling there you. you go. All right. Number four on the list, Star Wars, the High Republic number one, Stephanie Hans variant. All right. What do we got for three, J or Zach? <laughs> <laughs> Number three is something kind of new, kind of fun, a little different than what we've been talking about previously in the past couple of weeks. We got Port of Earth number one. So back in March 2019, Deadline announced that Amazon was developing this top cow image series. However, Screen Rant's recent article of the 10 most anticipated comic book and graphic novel adaptations made the list at number two and retweeted by creator Zach Kaplan, reminded collectors that this project is still moving forward. All covers received a bump in price. It sold 31 copies, had a seven-day trend of 433%, and had a high sale of $150 for a CGC 9.8. Sometimes that's all it takes is a little reminder from a creator to say, yo, just in case, hey, we haven't stopped developing it. It's still coming. So uh, you remember when uh, Youngblood dominated this list and Rob Liefeld was- God, that hasn't been anything on that. Yeah. So obviously, you know, like, you know, um, you know, Matt always talks about when we have him on cover price, uh, the guys on here that there are hundreds of properties that are 
um, green are being developed in Hollywood, you know, and maybe 20% of them see the day of light because a lot of times they buy the properties and just sit on them. Maybe they're waiting for a good script or they don't have the money or, or the studio head decides, ah, oh, we're going to do something else. So I've never seen this in person in my life. Uh, it's interesting that they just brought it back. Like Jupiter's legacy has not been on this list for a while uh -huh. yet. They are so far. That show is going to be like debuting like next year. Right. <laughs> I mean, you already seen all the, 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 the um, pictures of it uh, that's coming out. If you don't know, that's Mark Millar's Jupiter's legacy, which is a pretty it's a badass comic, actually. I'm. It's one of the uh, image titles yeah. I really enjoyed. Um, kind of another take on the superhero genre, like the boys are doing. Amazon mm -hmm. is killing it with everything they do, man. You know, I hope I hope Jupiter's Legacy really turns out because it's a little bit different than, totally different than the boys, but it's in that same genre where they take the superhero genre and they flip it on its head or uh, flip uh -huh. it one eighty, whatever you want to think. But is Port this going to be? Is Jupiter's Legacy going to be the first? Uh, millar universe that we're getting on netflix i think so that? yeah because they said he was going to be doing nemesis as well which is right. another great Mar that was a crazy huge, one His shit's a adult, huge man. yeah i'm a yeah. huge millar fan dude i, I love everything that he Yo, does. i love I mean, the dude. original kick-ass stuff i thought oh, it was yeah. awesome dude when uh, the first kick-ass movie when hit girl did her thing i was yeah. like damn that yeah, was that badass first movie was dope. that first movie yeah was yeah it wasn't bad either nick cage was the father who remembers nick cage man he's always doing these Dude, I just saw a trailer for yes. the craziest Nick Cage movie where yes. he's killing animatronic. <laughs> yes. Yo, and he, oh, my God. I can't wait for that. Wait, what is it? I need to watch this. Oh, God. It, I think I sent, did it. I send it it's to you It's coming guys? out on uh, straight to demand. So you can buy it at basic Amazon or whatever. And it's these kids are stuck in this horror house where animatronic puppets come to life to kill them. But Nick Cage is there to kill them. The animatronic puppets. Nicholas Cage is the most ridiculous slash greatest actor of all time. Yeah. yeah. And I think like he doesn't talk at all. Like that's the thing is like, he, he doesn't <laughs> he say anything doesn't in the trailer. And I think he's crazy. Say, face oh, you're a man of nothing. No words or whatever. Yeah. But I saw jujitsu and it's awful. Uh, yeah. Where he kind of, it's like his weird Mortal Kombat film, and Nick Cage is like the sensei or whatever. It's an awful, awful movie. God. I, I, 45 minutes, I fuck that. I, I give up. I give up. It was awful. For a movie called Jujitsu, there was not a Jujitsu move in the entire film, which was even more mind boggling. You would think, you know, the world knows MMA, they know what Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is, it's locks and holds. It's basically a kickboxing movie, is what it is. But. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so number three, Port of Earth, number one. If you have this, tag us on Instagram with your picture right next to it with a, uh, what is that, uh, proof of life that it's today's date. Uh, we'll give you a Marvel no prize or an image no prize in that fact. What do we got for number two? Uh, ha ha from Image. Oh, and real quick, the name of the movie is called Willy Wonderland. I just Willy Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, so. It's, go check out the trailer. It's bomb. But speak, speaking of Willy Wonderland, if you guys read this book, it's pretty similar. It's, it's got clowns. So uh, this came out last week. Ha ha. Number one. Uh, really hot new series. I don't know. This is another book that was under ordered that I'm surprised a lot of people didn't order it because Ice Cream Man is so hot. It's done from yep. the writer, W. Maxwell Price. Uh, sold 108 copies. Had a seven-day trend of 265%. High sales for the, the cover A. This is cover A. Was going for $35. But almost all the colors are selling really well. There was a couple exclusives ones. Uh, the big numbers like uh, Casey Parsons, Gotham Central Trump uh, set, which is selling for $200 for the trade and $250 for the virgins. Got Donald Trump as a clown on the cover. However, the big winner, and this one's sick, the John Gallagher Wanted Comics virgin cover uh, with the trade currently selling for $70 
uh, for the trade dress and the virgin is selling for 395 dollars. and it is a creepy scary cover it's got this so clown. is this like which a, one a the john gallagher one yeah is it a killer clown is that what it is a serial it's, killing clown? it's like he's a clown so i don't really want to spoil it i well, we'll talk after but it's it's very like um i think they're kind of they're like one shots similar to ice cream man because the next issue involves a girl clown but uh, it's just it's very creepy and i really don't want to ruin it on, on Ooh, YouTube. Yeah, that but. is that is a creepy cover you know what it looks like it kind of looks like the clown from um oh god what's that anthology series on fx the horror one oh um, uh yeah i know what you're talking about it's yeah that, that one that one uh he kind of looks creepy like that dude that's a creepy one so there you go man it's like i was telling you these kind of weird horror books ice cream man we have cereal now we have haha which i almost say maybe they're all Base people were thinking, hey, what can we do as the next it since it was such a smash hit, you know, and the mm -hmm. return of Pennyworth and all that crap. So uh, if you're playing the over under game, uh, you're at three now. The over under was four and a half. So if you played the over, you're uh, not looking too well. Play the <laughs> under, pretty looking pretty good. So what is number one? Number one is Star Wars. Psych! It's a uh, <laughs> future state Teen Titans number one, the cover A copy. So, like Justin said, he mentioned earlier, uh, the cover B came up, the Dustin Wynn variant. This is the original cover A, first appearance of future state Red X on the last page. Um, same thing, nothing's changed since what Justin went over. My very mysterious storyline. But it sold 216 copies, had a seven-day churn of 350%, and had a high sale of $23.47 for a raw copy. And there seems to be a lot of uh, market interest in this Red X character. So um, Cover Press is recommending you guys hold on to this issue for a little while. There you go. Mm -hmm. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. Uh, I love it when people do this. Uh, this has been a trend for the last, I would say, month or so, where people show the number of books that they actually got on the list. Harry Old Guy has two of the 10 on this list. If anybody got 10 of the 10, I would be amazed uh, because this list is a little bit all over the place. But that's a good thing, man. I think for, um, you know, obviously last week was a little bit different since Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> damn, you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> actually, I'm probably man. the closest one because I got that number 10. I don't think yeah. anybody else had the 10, but I'm close. Shout out to our friends at Ages Comics. They sent me my uh, put it in my box shirt. This time it has the hashtag of Ages Comics of Alaska. Shout out to Lou and Amy. Uh, great folks uh, supporting the community over there in the big north of Alaska, man. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, if you uh, probably Justin is closest because I don't know anybody who got that yeah. trade. Um, well, between the trade and the in hoc leave, I, I'm waiting for that. To, it got shipped. I should have it this week. So I definitely yeah. I'm sitting at four. And even cereal. I picked up cereal. Only reason why was because last week I saw it on some other list. I won't tell you where. And it's not some guy on YouTube. Uh, I saw that it was selling pretty well, so I, I found one one last copy on uh, on Friday at a shop. So the, if you don't know the uh, the uh, for our friends at the CBSI group, they're the ones that were talking about this. Um, that uh, here, I'll show you guys again. This is the this is the surprising book of the week. I think um, is this one, uh, which I didn't see coming. Because normally I'll, I could look at a list and see, it, but just goes to show you, man, anything Star Wars related. And there, I mean, I think people are finally realizing. There are a ton of Star Wars comics before Marvel and after, Mar excuse me, after Marvel, 1977, and Marvel Disney, right there. There's huge runs of Dark Horse comics that are crazy. And then, and then I just think about it, wait, IDW is doing publishing for like the more kid comics, right? The, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's so like I mean, 
This is from Dreams and Vision Press, goddammit. That's how. That's what I just want to say. It's the Dreams and Vision Press. If you had that on your 2021 bingo card, you're off to a great start, boys and girls. So shout out to Jay Salsa in the live chat for doing this for me. He's working on another one. I saw he's going to do one that's Enter the Dragon theme because I think we both saw Enter the Dragon that was just showing on uh, TV again. I th- and I think it's on HBO Max, too, because uh, it's, it's a Warner Brothers film. Huh. Yeah, so it's pretty great. And I remember, Justin, I was telling you about that uh, documentary on Netflix about oh. the mar- the history of Hong Kong cinema yeah. and all the martial arts film. It's great. It talks about how, if you're familiar with Kung Fu, Shaw Brothers were like the dominant force. And they had a chance to sign Bruce Lee, and they said no. And Golden Harvest said, fuck yeah, we'll take you. Boom, and they lost out on Bruce Lee signing. And then uh, that's amazing to me. Because Shaw Brothers, obviously, they did like... Uh, and, um, um, the Five Deadly Venoms, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Thirty Six Chamber of Shaolin, all those films, but they missed out on Bruce Lee. Yeah, and then uh, and then Golden Harvest still went strong, and Shaw Brothers went bye bye. But there you go. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this list. Go peep out the video I did earlier today about a Mikey Sutton scoop uh, mm-hmm. in regard to devils and. Ghost, ghost riding the whip. Ghost. <laughs> As you can say. Speaking of ghost riding the whip, Justin, any last words? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, make sure you come and check out the Comic Con podcast. Uh, follow both me and Zach. Drop on a link that. to your podcast in the live chat so people it's so can hard. Click on just, it. it just go right on Comic Con podcast on Instagram, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast. That's where you find us. Thank you so much. We've done two episodes. Uh, third one coming out this Friday. Three episodes, if you count, you know. Hmm. Man, Manimals Mutant Mondays. Or is it, what is it? Is it still oh, called Mutant Mondays, or what is it called? Yeah, I just did one so far. It'll be that may not be like a weekly thing. Just kind of as I got something I want to talk about. And uh, you're, are you guys doing the WandaVisions on Saturday too? Because your show is wait, your shows are. Are you guys stay up to we watch record, WandaVision, or are you guys? No, we, we're we're so we record typically Wednesday or Thursday to drop it on Friday. So we're going to be a week behind on everything. Yeah, we don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, give people yeah. a good couple days to get it. But you're pretty yeah, fucked up at nine a.m. We're telling you about the episode of WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> The big red gum is actually Omega Red. <laughs> so, all right. Thank you guys all for joining us. We'll be back on Thursday for the uh, Shakers of the Week list. I have a feeling Heritage Auctions are going to dominate this list. You know why? Because mm. I already have the list. I got to email it out to you guys. But uh, until next time, boys and girls, uh, we will catch you on the flip side and keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out.